Hey, 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 it's your girls, ZNC. Zara and Court here with another episode of Two Realtors, One Mic. The podcast where we talk about our careers as entrepreneurs, our personal lives, and of course, everything in between. Let's get into it. Hey, we are back with part two of our episodes on hustle culture and burnout culture and uh, the last episode, because we know that you all listened, was we just went over, you know, what it looks like to hustle and grind. And we touched a little bit on how that can lead to burnout and, you know, hustling. There's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, we talked, you know, Zara touched on hustle and flow, which we all know is a great movie, but um, it's basically the concept of enjoying the fruits of your labor. So, yeah, hustle, grind, work your ass off, but also enjoy, you know, what you're working towards. So enjoy time with your family, enjoy time with your phone turned off and, you know, enjoy time away from the actual acts of hustling. Um, and so in this episode, we are just, a, it's a continuation talking about a little bit more on the burnout side of it, and then getting into implementing certain aspects of discipline to counteract, you know, keeping the balance and, and all that. So, yeah. So before we get started, one thing I wanted to add to that recap was in the last episode, um, Courtney made a reference to um, hustle and flow being like a roller coaster ride. Uh, as you're going up the roller coaster, like that's your hustle, you're grinding, you're grinding, you're grinding, you get to the top, you reach your goal, celebrate that. Even if it's the smallest victory ever, like you just got up at this time you wanted to get up today, celebrate that victory, celebrate the big milestones, either one, like whether you're on a kitty roller coaster or, you know, the biggest one in the theme park, ride to the top. And then when you're on your way down, that's your flow. Throw your hands up, enjoy the ride down, celebrate your victories, enjoy the fact that you, your fruits of your labor, as Courtney said, and I really like that. Yeah, well, well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. You know what it kind of makes me think of is <clears throat> this morning, I, so I always take like the papers out of the mm-hmm. boys' bags and whatnot, and I look through them before I still can and put them in the recycling bin, <laughs> and I was looking at um, Holden, who's my seven-year-old, who's in first grade, had a math summative, which apparently summative is the word that they use for tests now. Because like Morgan oh. will be like, I have a summative. I'm like, I don't know what that is. And she's like, We never test. called it summative, but like, mm-hmm. like it was still a test, but I don't know what the other word is. But I remember like in our syllabus or whatever in class, yeah. like they would say this is a summative grade. Like I think it just means it's worth more. Oh, okay. Uh, been so technical these days. So technical. Um, soundtrack, maybe it But he had a math summative in his bag from the other day or yesterday. I don't know. It was in a giant pile. I was just going through. And because I do like to see what they've done. Do I like to save it all? Oh, no. But I do like to see what they've done. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, buddy, you did so good. You've got like four stars, whatever it was. And we were like high-fiving and stuff. And no joke, because I knew we were recording this today, I was like, Look at, like, I feel like I do this for my kids, and I feel like I do a pretty good job for my husband as well, just celebrating the small things, like when he moved up and moved into a new office, because 
not just into a different office, but it was like a step up in his career. And I was like, hell yeah, like you want to go out to dinner? What do you want to do? You want to like pop the wine? No, it doesn't have to be anything huge, but you know, I'm celebrating my kids math summative. And he was probably just like, okay. But like, then he got excited because I got excited because, Hey, you did something big or small. You did something exciting and you did a good job. And the day to day can be so mundane that I think you're exactly right. Like celebrate the small things. And even if you worked really hard or you didn't work really hard on that, you still achieve something. And I think that's important too. When you do work really hard on something, it's like, because I remember being in this situation too. If you're working and you're working and you're working and boom, you hit what you were working towards and you're like, sweet. And that's the most celebration you get. You're like, hell yeah, I'm going to keep going. And then it's like, well, what do you even, if you're not doing something towards, you know, making your life more fulfilled um, and not just financially or, you know, for, I was going to say the word clout. And I feel like maybe that is not a word I have a right using because I once had to ask my daughter what it meant. Um, but you know what I mean? Like for the yeah. recognition, I was like, no, like, you're right. People, like, people celebrating. That's what people are doing these days, right? Everybody wake up. I want to be rich and famous. I want to be rich and famous. Okay, cool. I can talk the talk. Rich, I hate yeah, I would never want to be famous. Hell no. Yeah. But you can talk the talk. Like, can we walk the walk? And that's where I think now we get into the whole aspect of hustle and grind. But hustling in a way that is healthy to your mind, your body, your soul, your yeah. your relationships with family and significant others and friends. Because if you are not aware of that work-life balance and how to separate yourself, that's, I think, when you get into this burnout. And it can happen so much faster than you think. When I think of burnout, that's when you get to like your, your end point. That's when you're just like, fuck it. I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Yeah. I've been there a couple times in the past. Or <laughs> I'm like, you know what? This is not even worth it. There's, <laughs> there's so many sacrifices that are made too, because if you're, if you're working so hard towards something and I get it, like work hard, like no one's saying don't work hard. But then if you, are so focused on yourself and whatever you're working for. So whether that be a career, it doesn't even have to just be your career. If you're in the gym seven days a week, not at a healthy level, you know, there, I mean, legit people going in like every single day for like three or four hours. And then everything outside of that is, you know, also focused around gym diet. Uh, you know, it's just all encompassing. Like so it's it could be any aspect to the extreme. Just yeah, don't exactly. do, we shouldn't be doing extreme. anything to the extreme. Yeah. <laughs> Except for loving people. I'm like, we should all love. But um, then everything else falls by the wayside. So I just always think of the night that I was playing Jumanji with my daughter. We hadn't even started the game. And I had an offer in on a house. And we were getting, during 2021, when things were insane, I really, I prided myself on the fact that when there was a review date and time for offers... I would be in touch with that listing agent so much that I would get offers accepted before the review time, before the review date. I'm like, where do, where are we looking? What do we look? Okay. Where do we need to come up? Okay. If we do this, well, then we'd be a contender. If we do this, if we do this, okay. Sellers decide to accept your offer. And so it was one of those situations and we were going back and forth and I was, boys were in bed. Alex was gone on a trip 
and Morgan and I were going to play Jumanji and um, I was so engrossed in work and my phone that she just got up and went to bed. She was pissed and she was mad for a long time. She was just like, you weren't even looking, like you weren't even in the same freaking room as me basically. And yeah. Okay. I couldn't. So that you couldn't hear me or you? I couldn't hear either one of us, but now I can't. Oh, I just had to unplug it. Oh, oh that's you. No, okay. sir. Okay. I know. Okay. Yeah. No, when we're at first, I was like, am I hearing Courtney or am I hearing myself? I like, thought you were hearing like something. Also, did you break my pen? That was your pen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do have a replacement. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Wait, I have I was looking because I went to go because I always do this like with my nails. I know. That's what it. I was doing on the last no, one and totally I broke it. Fire. No. No. I have a fidgeter. And then I was like, oh, you did you go? And then I looked over, I was like, bitch. <laughs> but yeah, so just, you know, it's all about that balance and stuff. And I, I think you're exactly right. Like doing anything to the extreme, it's like, you may feel really cool at the time and you're like, I'm kicking ass and everyone thinks I'm, just, everyone thinks I'm the funniest kid on the block, but really like, no, you like I'm thinking too, like in any aspects, how are if you're doing something to the absolute extreme? How are you truly enjoying life? Like if you are counting every calorie every single day of your entire life, yeah. how can that possibly be fun for you? Yeah. How can you like just go out and enjoy a piece of pizza? Go out to a dinner and enjoy something new. Like try new foods. Like yeah. Obviously, with a healthy lifestyle, continue to exercise and eat good yeah. um, on most days. But and exercise doesn't have to be gym sessions. It doesn't have to be weightlifting. It doesn't have to be. I want to get into running or walking. It's like, but um, but yeah, if you're, you know, even just exercise, walking dogs, um, just going for a walk. I love. I love going for walks. Like mm, summer. Like yeah, just oh, the morning in the summer when it's below seventy and the sun's just rising and the grass is kind of dewy. Yeah, and it smells fresh. I'm like pumped to become a mall walker. That's why I look forward to for being an being an old person. I'm gonna get me some mall walking shoes, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna be like those people that just do laps inside the mall, just doing laps inside the mall. That's gonna be my activity, and then I'm gonna stop. Maybe I'll get me a little. You know, give me a little boba drink. Keep on walking around. Keep on rolling. Keep on rolling around. But stay active. You know what yeah. I mean? And that, I think when people are like, you know, eat, and, and like eating good food, I feel like that's something that, and it's like an experience. You know what I mean? Enjoy the little moments. And I think that's a good way to take little breaks too. You know, stop for a second. Deep breath in. I've started this thing. Oh my gosh. I haven't even told anyone because I wanted to see if it actually affected my mood and how it would go. So I started this right before we left for family reunion. And it's like when you walk into a room, take a second to breathe in and then look around the room. Don't run in all like hurriedly or, you know. Do you also like recognize how you feel in that moment? Yeah. I heard some, I'm listening to so many podcasts and reading so many books now. And then all mushing. I'm like, I don't know what I heard from where or who said what. (laughs) I don't know what's happening. I heard it. And same thing. Just recognize how you feel when you walk into a restaurant, when you walk into the office, when you see people, are they people that light that make your face light up? I think actually it was in power of one more by Ed Milet last night. He was saying something. You're always making somebody feel some type of way. Yeah. You're making somebody else feel some way and everything else is making you feel some type of way. So be very 
um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like mindful? Yes. Be very mindful of how everything makes you feel. Yeah. And you're in how you make yourself feel. I think that's big. I told myself some really, really mean things the other day because I didn't accomplish what I wanted to. And the things I said to myself, I would never in my entire life say to another human being. I would never. Like, I told myself some really mean things. And I didn't just say them in my head. I said them out loud to myself. And then mm-hmm. I thought, that's disgusting. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? start treating like, ourselves the way we would treat other people. Because I know you would never say those things to never. me if I told you, Court, I didn't hit my goal. Yeah. You and it know. wouldn't even be that I was faking. I would truly, what I'd be telling you is what I would truly be feeling. That yeah. happens. Like you, we can't be 100%, 100% of the time. I'm just kidding. I probably stole from someone. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I think that the effort and work that we put into achieving our goals and hitting those things while we're in the hustle, we have to put just as much effort into the flow and letting go and enjoying, you know what I mean? And whether you have to actually plan that out, whether you're like, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to schedule in this much time to literally do nothing or to yeah, literally you're enjoy a schedule it. person, you might have to do that. You might have to say, Hey, I am going to turn my phone off from these hours to these hours. Absolutely. And I'm going to let everyone know that my phone will be off and I'm going to schedule. Yeah. If you have to schedule family time and friend time and all those things in there, do it and yeah. make sure that when you are doing those things though, that you are completely present. Yeah. I mean, I can't say that I'm present all the time, right? Like I'm always thinking about, okay, well, what do I have to do tomorrow? Or when do I work next? Or when's my next appointment or whatever? Yep. But even Will talks about it. Even our coach talks about it. The only actual, like the past and the future aren't real. You know what? You get what I'm trying to say? Like the only actual measurement or whatever it is, the present. Because you can plan for the future all you want. There is literally zero guarantee that any of that's ever going to happen or come to fruition. Yeah. Okay, so let's get yeah. into how hustle gets to burnout, leads to burnout. What would you say? What are your thoughts on that? Just not enjoying the flow. Just not even taking a time out. If your focus is always on, I got to go, I got to go, I got to go, I got to do this, 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 and this. The thing is, if you're a workaholic, if you're a workaholic there will always be something to do. You won't, like you said, the only time you have is present. You're not guaranteed to get that time back. Constantly planning like, oh, we'll do this for another day. Oh, yeah, we'll do that tomorrow. Yeah, we'll do that tomorrow. We'll we'll get this done later. Da-da-da. I've got to do this work thing, this work thing. Um, or I've got to, you know, do all these things that I'm going to call them selfish things, but just in the sense that they don't involve anyone outside of you and your personal goals and what's causing you to hustle so hard. So these selfish things, I've got to do all these. Meanwhile, you might have a family member that really needs you or you might have a dog that needs to go for a walk and waiting one more day. You know what I mean? Like things like that. I would say, and if you're being receptive to people and what they have to say as well, if someone's like, man, we just never see you anymore. They're like, oh yeah, I know I'm busy working. Like, that's a very generic and a very common answer, but okay. So maybe take a second, similar to walking in a room, taking a deep breath and taking a look around, assess how you feel. If someone says that to you, it's so easy to be like, "Oh yeah, I know." Blah, blah, blah. How does that make? How you does feel? that make me feel? Like really, how do, you know? If I step back, if I don't have this one thing that's been keeping me busy, you know, 
how does it actually make me feel that I don't have that time with this person? Now I've got people I was friends with for years and I'm going to be quite honest with you. I've got like little to no desire to even see them. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, they're, and that's something that's hard for me too when some, something's temporary. But if it's someone I'm really close to, like my neighbor texted me last night. She was like, I feel like I haven't seen you forever. Mind you, we literally see each other all the time, like out in our backyard or whatever, but actually like, sit down, hang out, spend some time. And I was like, dang it. And I hadn't realized that in several weeks and we're neighbors and we're friends. Oh, I was like, okay, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. I really like what you said about being aware. I'm just using my, she was working at this job. She loved like the field she was in. Yeah. Basically she was working part-time, like her hours were part-time, but she was working all the time. Yeah. And she's having to deal with things that weren't necessarily her responsibility and all these things. And my mom is, I get it from my mom. Like when I do something, I go all in. Yeah. For enough time to figure out whether it's worth it or not. And she was there for three years, just like hustling, not being able to leave work at work, traveling for it, doing all the things. And she really loved the stuff she was doing, but it got to the point where she was just dead. And last episode, we talked about your body holds stress and anxiety. Your muscles hold stress and anxiety. And there was days where she would not be able to get up off the couch. She's like, I'm just so tired. My body hurts. Yeah. And now after going through this like development and growth and learning all these things, it's clicking that she was not doing anything extra physical to, you know, to make yeah. her that tired. She was just so burnt out. And overworked, that mental exhaustion, I feel like that takes a toll on your your energy and your soul. So yeah. like that kind of stuff, like all this extra effort, like you said, nothing extra physical. Like I think this is really important because people be like, oh, I just, like, I've been thinking, so, you know, like I'm tired. It's not something physical I've been doing. But I think that's really important for people to understand that if you're exerting all this mental work or you're putting your literal energy and soul into something, even caring about something. So it's like I could sit and do nothing and think about something and care about something so much that then I'm like, like I'm white. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. any type of energy that you put into anything. And it sounds like that's what your mom was experiencing. Huge thing. I think that is a huge energy. Because if you're okay. exerting all your energy, even I think, you know, if you're wrapping your brain trying to solve a problem or you're stressed in your relationship because maybe you're putting in more effort than the other person or you're trying to fix something, like that is taking all your energy. You are mentally and emotionally drained, which yeah. then translates into being physically fit. Absolutely. And there's just no way that anyone can operate for a long period of time. And maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe people I just can, don't but... think hustle and grind is sustainable it's not not long-term sustainable not successfully i don't think because you're going to take a toll one way or the other you're going to suffer in relationships yeah you're going to suffer in mental health physical health i mean you're yeah the whole thing right like look like thinking about that right now if you don't have a sense of flow and relaxation and recovery you would want to call it that yeah, how is that sustainable? One of your one aspect of your life or multiple will dip. Yeah, I feel like even like just thinking about movies, right? You watch movies of these big 
hedge fund dudes or finance dudes who have a big office and they're workaholics and their wives are leaving them or doing whatever because blah, blah, blah. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I'm saying? Like they might be really successful in doing all the things, but they don't have a good balance. So their marriage is failing or their health is declining or they're going to have a heart attack because they've been working so popular. And if you look at, okay, so you're working so hard. And I know people will be like, I work so hard for my family. Are you working for your family like to support them? Or are you working hard for yourself? Because if all that were to go away, who's left on your, on your side? So if you're working so hard and you've neglected everyone else and everything else, you've neglected your hobbies, you've neglected your family, your friends, the people who mean the most to you, the things that mean the most to you. If all that goes away, are you now physically ill, overweight? You know, are you physically unhealthy, mentally unhealthy? Do you still have people in your corner when all that goes away? Or is that all gone because you focused 110% on this one thing that you have nothing else left? And if that one thing goes away, what do you have? You know, who are you? You need to know what's your identity outside of that. When people say you need to have hobbies... I don't think, I always laugh because I don't remember what comedian it was, but he's like, girls always put down that their hobby is hiking because it's the one thing you can put down that just involves walking. Having hobbies outside doesn't have to be anything like crazy. Like, I don't crochet, I don't, you know, whatever, but like, or like, you know, I do enjoy cooking. Like, if I, I want more energy to go home every night and cook dinner, I do mm-hmm. enjoy cooking. But there are days where I'm just so drained that I sit down on the couch. <laughs> I know, like when my mom is almost 22. God, she's so rough. Uh, well, I was going to build off that. Um, we were in California and we listened to the speaker. Her name is Molly Fletcher. She's amazing. Honestly, so Molly Fletcher, amazing, amazing woman. She has a podcast, right? Yeah. You know what it's called? I'm going to find out right now. You can speak up. Okay. So yeah, manage your energy more than you manage your time. And I I realized this was such a big awakening for me because I had been having this mindset of like, I suck at keeping myself accountable. I'm trying to, you know, everyone's like time blocks, set timers, do all these things. I'm like, it just doesn't work for me. I can't just put a timer on myself, right? Like I always say, I, I kind of do like the aspect of a clock in, clock out job because I know Okay, from for these four hours, that's where I have to be, and this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to put, I'm going to be present in that moment. Yes. Um, but working for yourself in real estate, that is really hard for me. Um, and then after she said that, and she went through her whole speech, and then she said something about believe from the inside out that you can do it. It's so crazy how I like instantly a light bulb went off, and I said. It's not my time that I have an issue managing. Mm-hmm. It's my energy. Yeah. If I know that I have to do something that I don't like, I can set all the alarms in the world. But if my energy is not there, I am sluggish and I am slow and I am finding every excuse not to do it. Or I'm doing it, but not to the highest quality. So the problem isn't that you need a reminder to do it. You know you have to do it. The problem comes after like, physically doing it because I'm the biggest person with something pops up on my calendar and I'm like, nope. And yeah, then because you have to, your, your whole body has to be aligned yeah. inside and out. Your mind and your soul and your body and your energy 
I think we talked about it in the last one. I said something about how your goals have to be in harmony. And you have to have your own. Like, here's the thing I feel like, especially in our industry, is you see everyone else's goals and you see what they're doing. And then you're like, oh, I have to do that. And I'm going to be honest, I've come to peace with a lot these last several months. And I'm like, I just don't have, I used to, um, I will use the word jealous because jealousy is when someone has something that you want. And I mm-hmm. wanted that success. Yeah. And so I was like, but I just don't feel that anymore. Because what, what, because it doesn't align it with, doesn't align with me at all. Seeing I'm another like, topic. You know if being a top producing real estate agent is not fulfilling, why would you, why would we wreck ourselves mm-hmm. and hustle to do that? When at the, we're going to get to the end of the line, we're going to cross that finish line and we're going to hit our goal of however many houses and we are going to be still unhappy. That's the thing is like that because you have no, you feel no fulfillment. Real, like you can have some fulfillment. Like, oh yeah, I helped fifty-six families buy a house. And, yeah, you know, I made good money this year, and I helped my family go on vacation. Yeah. So you can feel ha- like, like cheat. Now I have to keep it up. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to find the right terminology of you can be happy that you did those things, mm-hmm. but do they truly bring you like overall? your joy and fulfillment and do you feel like that was really your purpose or were you just waking up every morning putting your head down to the stone or whatever and just like all right well gotta make 600 calls today 600 calls tomorrow i've got to hit this number because i we talked about it last time if i get there i will be good enough i will feel better don't climb the be better mountain I wanted, and that's that's such a good point. Like, don't climb the be better mountain with, with this coming to peace. I'm gonna say, like, the past is me realizing that what I was putting my energy into, and it was a lot of, it was a lot of hustle. I was very unhappy. The energy I was putting into the work I was doing was not aligning with me because I didn't want to. Let's say be a top producer. I wanted to have good relationships with people and truly help people. I help a lot of military families. And um, I'm like, I, because I've been that person moving, selling and buying a house in the midst of moves and, and cross country, cross, you know, overseas. Yeah, you're very like relational and, and not, yeah. you don't want to be transactional. You don't want to do a hundred transactions. And so to me, like focusing so much like, oh, let's go do this and let's go do this. That's a good, that's good direction. But I can't have that be my angle because I'm meanwhile, I'm like, do you need help with looking for a job? Are you working? Are you, you know, with spouses? I'm like, where's your, you know, where's your husband working? Where's your wife working? Is there anything you guys need for me? You know, yeah, how far you from? want to help it's on so a deeper different. level. Yeah, it's just a house. I just can't. And that's why I do like people um, who are like, I want to help 50 families this year. I love when people phrase it that way because there's still a number we're sticking on it, but at least in Gives phrasing, it purpose. yeah, giving it some kind of like a level of humility. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I, I just, I just feel like the energy shifts when you align with what you want to do 
when you are working hard, but take that time to work on yourself. Working on yourself is work. I think it's a um, lot, and, but it's necessary. I really, really think how you feel in your personal life, how your mind, body, and soul feel will always reflect in your business. Absolutely. I think if, if you can take a step back from the hustle and grind of your business, and that's kind of where I'm, I'm at after, you know, these past couple of months. Yeah. It's crazy that if you, you may be doing all the right, again, you may be doing all the right things in your business. You may be making the calls and doing the door knock, all the things that your coach says, this is what will get you business. But if your heart is not into it, you're never going to do it to the capacity that you should be doing it to. You're never going to do it with full energy. You know, like I can sit here and make 17, 20, 30 calls, but mm-hmm. they're not all going to be top-notch quality. You know, the first couple are because I'm like, oh, cool, like, let's go. Yeah. We got this. Knock um, it down, but yeah, you're, you've so, got to... Well, oh, that was what I was going to say. So I know I said it in the last episode, I think it was from the book. Um, Zara and her notebook. Yeah, I like that. Tabs. Well, I had to start tabbing things so I don't have to sit here and flip through all the pages, but apparently I didn't tab enough. Um, so again, that book, The Way of Integrity by Martha Beck, um, she said, your goals and your motivations need to harmonize with your deep truth. And that's how you truly feel connected. And that, Martha Beck, her name came up in my world yesterday. Really? Oh my God. Now I gotta write it down. You guys, this is insane. Um, but another thing, while we were on the trip, so Molly Fletcher, not only did she say manage your energy more than your time, um, but also she said believe from the inside out that you can do it. So I think that really, again, has something to do with if you are in the right headspace in your personal life, you know, you're, you're, in the physical condition that you want, your body's, you're eating good, your body's feeling energized, uh, you know, you're reading things that inspire you or interest you, you're listening to podcasts or music or anything. Like, if you can just overall have such a good energy and essence and vibration in the world, when you go in to do the business that you are passionate about, you are going to thrive. Absolutely. And if you're doing something that you're not passionate about, your energy is instantly going to sink and you're not going to fulfill the goals or the commitments that you set for yourself. So I'm going to go off of what you just said here. Um, So kind of moving on to the discipline aspect of it is you saying, you know, if you're... Ooh, one more thing before we move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I took a, another breakout session called Quantum Leap. Her question that she, you know, said before she started the class was, whose life are you leading? Are you being authentic to yourself? Are you, are you in the career or the job that you want to be because you want to do it? Mm-hmm. Or did your parents say, go be a doctor? Did society tell you you need to look like this, right? Like, are you doing, like, but I wanted to say off what you said, you know, if you're working, quote unquote, for your family, are you truly leading your, your authentic life? Yeah. Everybody wants to be able to support themselves and support Absolutely. their family. But if you're just going to work this job and, you know, put your head down and hate your life because you need that paycheck, 
one, I, I'm sorry because you're not, you're not living up to your full potential and you're not enjoying your life. And two, you're not doing it like what you said for you. If all that other stuff were to go away, like you said, what's left? Yeah, what is left? Yeah, what is left? Not a, obviously does not apply to certain situations, certain dynamics, certain people. Like, I know that there are, you know, there are a lot of people who don't have the option to switch careers or oh, yeah. don't have the ability or the option to, you know, quote unquote, chase their dreams and at different goals. Like, I know that there are people that in order to literally feed their family at all, even the tiniest bit, have to work their ass. Like, I'm not saying like, quit everything, like, learn yeah. it and run away and then like start something new and fresh. Like, that's not what... This is literally referring to people who, one, have the option and to choose to, like, basically just work. Yeah, and if you, I think... On on something one way or the other. Yeah, yeah, and I think we're just here to kind of spark a little bit of inspiration. If you don't need to, you don't need to have some big, I want to go do this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. Even if it's just you trying to decide, like, oh, should I go school for this because, you know, if I get a degree in this, it'll make, you know, I can go work for 10 years, 20 years and, get, you know, put my time in and make good money and then retire. Or do you want to take the chance on a dream that you did have, whether it's small or big? You know, this doesn't need to be necessarily, like, a career change. Right. Um, and it doesn't have to be something crazy. Like, I was listening to... You could like your job and yeah. just... I think really what it is is just finding a balance between a healthy personal life and work. Mm-hmm. I agree. And whether that's like, okay, so you work a nine-to-five life. What I was doing before I started in real estate, my entire thing with real estate was um, more control over my own life. And I was done having someone tell me how much money I was If I ask for a raise and they say no... Like they're putting a cap on my financial capabilities, and I. But I, you know, I was at dropping my kids off at school six thirty in the morning. You know, I wasn't getting home until after six o'clock at night. I, you know, those were the type of things where I literally had no other life because I was just doing this one job mm-hmm. all the time. Weekends didn't want to do anything, and that's not quite to the extreme that I'm talking. But it's like I think that goes back to making a decision to better your life for yourself and your family, being authentic to yourself. And you know what happened when I told anyone that I was going to switch careers? I was like, oh, it's wrong. You don't like the people. You love the people I work with. You don't like this. You don't like this. Blah, blah, blah. Nothing but criticism. Everyone thought that basically I was saying, like, screw you, that what I had been doing for 13 years and, like, like, oh, you're too good to do this. Like, no. Like, really? Oh, so we should just all be unhappy just because. And and I wouldn't want someone who's chasing, not even chasing a dream, living, you know, let's go with, like, someone has got their dream job or they've started a business and it's what they've always wanted to do and this is it. Like, they've got it, they've got it made. But then they are working themselves to the bone that's all they do ignore everything else in their life like is that really fun for you anymore are you enjoying it no because that's all you're doing all the time and you just have tomorrow in your head i have to do this 
tomorrow. I have to get this done tomorrow. I have to do this for tomorrow. So let me ask you a question. If yeah. you're working in a job that you don't hate, mm-hmm. but you like it, or you're feeling as though you're starting to get to that burnout point of like, oh, you know, every morning you wake up and you are just ready to walk into the office. Yeah, whatever. Do you think making changes in your personal life you know, if you started off loving the job, but now you're like, do you think that could help you gain that spark or that, like, high energy? If you can find a way to raise your energy outside of work, do you think that that will help naturally balance? Or do you... Like, get you back to where when you were excited about it? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just thinking, you know, because if you're not in the position or you don't want to change careers, if you don't... Not everyone has to be an entrepreneur. Not everyone right. even has to, like, oh, I bartend. It's fun yeah. for me. I really, really enjoy doing that. Creating that high energy and that really good flow in your life can help you find that spark again for what you love and keep you high energy. Or do you think that you won't ever be able to get high energy again? It is burnout. Um, I think that if you, one, truly want to get that I'm just going to, like, spark that. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. it could almost be looked at as a relationship. If it's something that you want to work on and you're willing to take the steps, so are you going to maybe, you know, take that extra day off or take, you know, not work this weekend and actually take the steps to self-recovery so that you do get back to a mental, physical, emotional um, energetic state that that aligns you with that passion again. So even let's say working at the lounge. So you like doing that, but I think that if you're there seven days a week and it's monotonous and it's just like tiring, it's wearing you out. Like there's so much going on, and that is just like that's what you do every single day. Everything else is fallen by the wayside. I think that if you stop. Anyone in any position stops. So I'll take a deep breath, take a look around. What do we really want? Is it really the job that we don't like? Is it really this thing that we're doing that we don't like that's, that is actually causing the burnout? Or is it what I'm doing in my life? What can I do to get back? What did my life look at, look like when I was really aligned with this? When I was, when I was excited about it, when, you know, I just, I was excited to wake up every day and do this or wake up every day, but you're doing it like four or five days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, what did that look like? Were you spending more time with friends? Were you reading books? Were you, um, yeah, you know, were you driving in your car in complete silence because your brain is numb or were you listening to a podcast that was, you know, got you go, something that really gets you going like, um, or, you know, listening to, Kevin Gates on a hundred volume and just really, really getting your white girl dance on. Like what? <laughs> like what really got you going? Because you know, I worked in dental for thirteen years. I have no problem with dental. I love it. I got to pretty much work in every single aspect. But what burned me out wasn't the dental portion. It was the logistics of it and the time that was being taken and what I was putting into it versus what I was getting out of it. There has to be some type there has to be some type of payoff or else what the hell are we doing? Yeah, exactly. If you're not and I think being satisfied and 
Yeah. It's not appropriate, but like if you're no, not, that's that's exactly you're it. Not there has satisfied. to be a level of satisfaction. Yeah, let's talk about discipline and how um, the, it, discipline is different than hustle. Courtney, in your opinion, how is discipline di- different than hustle? Okay, so here's the thing. Discipline for me is something that I work at every, every, every single day. And it's not because I'm not disciplined. It's because I, or I, I shouldn't say it's not because I'm not disciplined. It's not because I don't know what I need to do to be disciplined. I have my calendars loaded up. Every single thing I need to do, whether it's texting someone back. Um, but if it's not my calendar, it's not happening. And that is quite literal. I mean, if I've got to send someone a card, if I've got to like, like just mention something to someone. And so that is how I, I have my discipline. And I have things that I do every single day without question. I read. I, you know, well, majority of days I exercise. Right now I'm at least 30 minutes every day with um, we're back into our month discipline group, da da da. Plus, I work with cookies. Neither here nor there. But there are certain things I do every single day without question. I will meditate. It's not even a question. And so, so are it, you creating habits? Creating habits through discipline. So when I first started doing these things, it was not easy for me. Meditating for ten minutes? Oh, are you kidding me? Are you get? I used to just fall asleep. That's how I get when I try to visualize. <laughs> I would just fall. Yeah, that's. I'm like, this isn't freaking happening. But I would, I would, I'd stick it out and I would try really, really I thought hard. You were gonna say I sit there. <laughs> I sit there like this. No, yeah, you guys like some stuff is so difficult. Like praying for me, so that, but is is you know it comes easier some days than others, and other times I'm like I don't know, like blah blah blah. And so I think discipline with your habits, our discipline with actions leads to your habits. So did that even make sense? Discipline. Yeah, because you're using discipline to create habits, but good habits. Yes. And And why, why are you wanting to create these habits? Are you just doing it to say, I did it? Check it off the box. Sometimes, sometimes I am, but I've noticed a difference in me personally, and this is all I can speak from is me personally. Now, I told Zara before we started this one, I was like, I did all this research. And I was like, I feel like that's just me regurgitating someone else's information. So I'm going to talk about like my experience, her experience, what we're going through, what we're learning, because, you know, we're all on, all on these journeys. Mm-hmm. And so I do sometimes do it just to check a box and be like, boom, did it. But I also feel fulfillment. I have noticed a lot of growth in myself when I take time to sit with myself. I've noticed that where I did not enjoy listening to podcasts, <laughs> as I'm on a podcast, because I couldn't see how the microphones made people's voices sound. Well, then it just turns out kind of we sound poultry as shit. We sound good. No, I'm just... Just um, wait. We're going to be upgrading our... If we get to 100 listeners, everybody, we are upgrading We're equipment. getting some... 30 mics also on right trying now, to design some, so you've got some input on what you'd like to see. But um, I figured out that it wasn't actually podcasts I didn't like listening to. It was, I was listening to the wrong things. Mm-hmm. One, the information didn't resonate with me. And two, this is <laughs> so bad, but there's a very, very, very popular podcast out there. I mean, it's huge and everyone's like, I listen to this, and I listen, and oh my god, it's just like, can you believe that he sold my mimosa, and da da da, and oh I was gosh, like, I feel the, the same way, listen to this, audiobooks, I tried to listen to Happy Pockets on audio, Audible, 
Yeah, but wasn't whoever, the voice was all wrong? Whoever was reading it was so monotone, and I could not stay focused on what he yeah. was saying. But like Ryan and I can't Surhan, listen to a Valley girl. And the, like, God bless him. I'm sure the information is wonderful. I think it's a gossip cast, honestly, because I, I didn't get shit. But, like, I was, like, interested in, and you have to be able to, like, Ryan Serhant, the way he reads his books, He's so full of energy and life, and you can yeah. hear the inflection in his voice, like as if he were standing right in front of you telling you his life story. Yeah, and you're like, I want to feel that energy. I want it. And so that was the thing I quickly realized once I switched the type of podcast I was listening to, and now I'm like about it all day. Like I'm just about, like no offense, KG, I've got deep love for you, man, but I have switched Probably 90% of the time I'm in the car now. I'm like Central Gates. Yeah. I was like, who the oh F is KG? My, <laughs> my obsession is unhealthy. Oh, sorry, guys. That's why um, I feel the same way with books. Like, before I had picked up... You um, like books like I like Kevin Gates? No, I'm just kidding. Fuck, no. Um, before I had picked up The Power of One More, I seriously haven't voluntarily read a book since probably... You said, like, middle school, middle right? school. Like, right in high school, you got to read for English and uh, write papers, and most of it was skimming and spark notes and yeah. asking people what they had read in the book and asking my mom if she would read it to me. And, you know, and then I picked this up, and it was actually interesting. Yeah. And I, my heart and my eyes and my smile, they all lit up. Same thing with this business proposal I had written up a couple of days ago. Yeah. I have never been a reader or a writer. Essays are the literally my worst enemy. Writing an essay. I love essays. They never come why. naturally to me. I kid you not. I opened my laptop. I thought I was going to write a paragraph about my why. Of mm-hmm. why I wanted to do this specific business proposal idea. Yeah. I wrote two pages. I'm so proud of you for I doing that, though. Like, when you told me, like, there was a booklet, and I was like, entire essay, and I sat back after, and I literally could not, like, even right now, it makes me smile. I'm like, yeah. holy crap, Zara. Like, when when you're passionate about something, it yeah. makes a whole world of difference. So much. It Isn't is so freaking crazy. So, yeah, back to the discipline. Like, I really am proud of you. I told Alex about it. I was like, bro, she, like, wrote a whole business proposal. Oh, I should have sent you a picture. I dropped this water bottle for me. It's not flat anymore. But, yeah, so I think that here's the thing is about we have to be intentional about our days. Now, that looks different for everyone. Sometimes I'll wake up when I get up and take the kids to school and stuff. I'll get back home and I'll do a few things I need to do. And then I'm literally... Yeah, I'm going to, like, read it, and those are my intentions, and I used to feel really bad about those, and I just feel really well. So I say make each day intentional, no matter what that looks like. Are you going to knock out, you know, making 20 contacts? Are you going to go get your nails done because you know that that's a thing that you do, and you can't concentrate because people can get your nails, and you need to go get them done because then that you know that that energizes you, that'll spark something in mm-hmm. you, and then you'll be even more productive afterwards yeah. instead of sitting there working and being like, shit, shit. Like, I yeah. really need So being intentional. Being very intentional. Purposeful. And purposeful. Exactly. I think that we talked about this before because we always have our best conversations before we hit record. Oh, man. We're we like, what so are we going to talk about today? How are we going to lay it out? Um, but I think in my eyes, that's what that's what separates discipline and hustle mm-hmm. is um, having purpose. 
and being intentional and having a deeper purpose than just, oh, I've got to get up. I got to do this. I got to get this. I got to make the paycheck. That you're still hustling for a purpose. You're obviously mm-hmm. not just getting up and going to work every day for free and like, yeah, whatever. You're either doing it for a paycheck or you're doing it because you love it or you're doing it because it's going to help somebody. Okay. Intentional hustle, I think, is a lot different than grind hustle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because we hustle. There's no doubt about that. But I think that when it's intentional hustle and you've got... And it's meaningful. And it's meaningful. And I guess that's what I mean by purpose. It's yes. meaningful. And it's something more than that. My big thing now is like when I wake up, so I have everything in my calendar. I'm not the only one that can see it. Um, Miranda can see it. And she's probably one of the people that I... I trust most. And so I'm like, I, she's got my work calendar and she's got my personal calendar. And sometimes I'll just put stuff in so that she will be like, Hey, I saw you were doing this. How did that go? Mm -hmm. And it's like, Oh shit, I need to do that right now. Or, you know, went great, whatever. Um, but that's part of my discipline because when I get up and I set my intentions, um, and actually I don't have a to do list. I have a daily intentions is what I call it. Mm -hmm. And, um, I've got it in my notes and I'll put stuff on there throughout the day. Okay. This, this, because that is something that is going to drive me in the direction I want to go. That's part of my discipline is making sure that I am being purposeful and I've got the intentions that I like that list because then it's not just a, Oh, I checked the box off my to do list. It's a, it's way more meaningful than that. And then do you ever, if you don't get things quote unquote done mm-hmm. or checked off on your daily intentions how does that make you feel? Usually it makes so it used to make me feel terrible and I would work late into the night a lot of times to make everything waste done. So what used to happen was I would send my list to Miranda every morning and at the end of the day I would send it back to her with either a green check mark or a soon or but I try to put them in order of urgency, of importance. Some things are time sensitive and I, mm-hmm. there's nothing I can do about them. Addendum I need to get signed and over to someone because we're, you know, within a contingency period, we're within a time crunch, you know, that's going to the top. If I've got a schedule showings person in the morning, that's going to the top. If I've got to book a doctor's appointment, that's going to the top. Mm-hmm. Um, so I used to feel horrible when I didn't get everything done, but now, um, I make sure I have three work-related items on there. And then if there's a couple personal that I need to get done, I make sure I don't overstaff it. I was going to say that that's why I asked. It has to make sense. Because I used to do that, right? Like I had my planner. I would write down my big long to-do list. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the day, I would beat myself up when I didn't check off all the boxes. And And that's part of disciplining yourself with realistic expectations. Mm -hmm. I think I like segue into that. Discipline does not, you have to do it every single day at this certain time. Like discipline is an over, in my eyes, it's like an overarching mm-hmm. term because like, again, we started this discipline challenge again, where we're doing daily activities, mm-hmm. but like we're doing daily activities that better our mental health and our spiritual health and mm-hmm. to get ourselves back onto this high energy and to create habits because these things do make us feel good. Like yeah. I got up and did my morning workout and did my gratitude and my yes, manifesting. Yes, you were done before 7 a.m. And I literally, like, I feel so freaking good today. I got it up. I got yeah. listened to my podcast while I listened to some Jay Shetty and Ed Milet. 
I think she said some love. It's really good. Um, so good. I think while I was at the gym, so like that's three things that are just done right off the bat. Yep. And I feel so high energy and high vibe. And um, so using that discipline to create these habits because I know it's what recharges me. Yeah, see, that's because it's purposeful. It is is purposeful, guys. It's It's purposeful purposeful. and it's intentional. I'm not just doing it to say, oh, I did it. I did it, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing it because I know that doing these things makes me feel better. But if I, I am not good at holding myself accountable. And I think it's again because of the energy thing, right? Like I thought I had to spend so much time doing work things that by the time I got home to go work out or go read my book or go listen to my podcast, I was so drained and I was like, eh, I'll do it tomorrow. Eh, I'll do it tomorrow. But then weeks, months, and a year goes by and all of a sudden you're, you're not doing you're it and you feel like crap. Exactly. And feel like crap. And like coinciding stuff, like I can go for a 30 minute walk and listen to my podcast and boom, I've got it knocked out. But I agree with you wholeheartedly it's like these things that start off you're like okay this is these are the steps I need to take so it's part of discipline these are things I need to take to get to the goal I'm after whether that be a small goal or a big goal whether it's a stepping stone or you know the ultimate big why the big why whatever it is so you set you set these intentions we'll say Mm -hmm. you start doing them out of discipline they become habits, they become purposeful, they become very intentional. And I can agree, I was not someone who read a lot. And so now if I don't read, if I get to the end of the day, which I usually do my reading at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, but if I'm going to bed and I'm just like, that's something, something I really off. enjoy right now. And again, it was almost like the podcast. Um, when we sit in coaching, it was always like, what book are you reading? What book are you? I'm not kidding you. So like six months, I was like, Millionaire Mindset. Nothing wrong with that book at all. It was not for me. Millionaire Mindset, Atomic Habits. Would not get even way into Atomic Habits. Yeah, he's like, are, have you been on the same page this whole time? I'm like, yeah, probably. Because I just didn't, nothing resonated. I didn't care. I was, I was not in a mindset or in the mood to even grow myself. I was just at a really, really low point. And um, finally, I started taking these smaller steps through discipline. Mm. And not only did my business kind of, like I was busy in fall. When everyone was slowing down, dude, I was busy. Mm -hmm. And I really, truly, truly believe it's because I finally took my own, um, I'm going to say, energy care mm-hmm. I started taking care of my energy mm-hmm. and I started doing these things and then I started reading these things and listening to these things that I was like that is actually is like really good information and then you know as I was aligning the business was aligning yes. things were, yeah and Woo-hoo. it was like and I was like what am I doing different and like dude you put out what you get back what you put out yes. it's like it's all energy it is put out good energy in your personal life it will reflect in your business life and then that en- good energy is going to come back to you. Yes. And one thing that you said is the little steps, um, just for everyone listening. And I have had to remind myself this every single day. It's about compounding all these little things, all the yes. little steps, all the little victories, all the little moments, all the little tidbits you get from this podcast and this book. I think so many of us 
even knowing from my past being an athlete, I wanted instant gratification. Yeah. Like, I wanted to read my one book about manifesting and just instantly be able to manifest stuff. You know what like, my problem was with manifesting was that I would read all this stuff and I would do the manifesting and never believe it. So that was my biggest problem. Is I'm like, gotta, like well, you gotta surrender. Yeah, gotta I'm like, surrender. oh, I'm, I'm freaking manifesting and shit, nothing's happening. So this, this is fake. And then the universe knew I was lying. To yes, no, seriously, <laughs> no, like, I think so. For real. Uh, and I think that that is. Sorry, no, finish your thought because then I, I have a thought. Um, that. Basically, I was just gonna say this will take time. Like even still, I'm like, I've been doing this for a while, and it's all you started in November. It's only been like four months, I mean, not even four, three whole months, you know? But it's it continual growth. Exactly. Yeah, this is it not doesn't just stop. There's no end point. Spiritual and energy growth. Yeah, you're right. There is no end point. It's not like, all right, well, if I do it for a year, then I'll be good. Yeah. Then, like, no, this then, is like... Then I'm done. I'm all energized. This is a continual thing. So yeah. I think what we're going to say. Oh, so I was just going to say that just like loops back around so much. So, and we touched on it the last episode and then here as well, but it's like... When you, when you decide to take control and I don't think it's something, some people can just say, okay, that's it. I'm just, I'm buckling down today. I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of not being where I want to be. I'm sick of not having the relationships, the success, whatever. I'm buckling down. These are the things I'm doing. Some people can do that just out of nowhere. I'm not one of those people that it had to be right for me. And I legit had to be told and basically a push, but like in the healthiest way, over and over and over again before I was like, maybe there is something to this. Like maybe there is something to doing meditation. I mean, there were months I would go to coaching for real estate and we didn't talk about real estate at all. At all. It's like, okay, so what I want from you is I want you to meditate 10 times in the next two weeks. I want you to, you know, do this or do, and it had nothing to do with real estate. And now where I'm at, I'm like, thank goodness there was someone who saw me as a person, mm-hmm. not just as a realtor, saw me as Courtney, who is very depressed, suffering, you know, just like no right? direction. Because, yeah, because I think people, like we said earlier, it all, it is your life. Your personal life and your business life is still your life. You can't truly, you can't just have one type of energy for your personal life and one type of energy yeah. for your business. That's not how this works. You can't yeah. split yourself into two people. Otherwise, you would be two people. Yeah. That and I think fun. the biggest thing I want people to take away from this is don't let yourself get to burnout before you have that awakening. Don't, right? Like, don't hit rock bottom. I don't want you to have to hit. Some people do. Yeah. Some people yeah. do have to hit rock bottom before, you know, burnout or whatever, before, you know, drug addicts or alcoholics or whatever. Like, yeah. like sometimes those people have to truly hit rock bottom yeah. and almost die or do something so extreme. That Please don't almost die, but yes, yes. you're exactly right. But, you know, if you're... And burnout is not almost dying. Do not let me make that comparison. But in the, in the business world, like, yeah. that is... That could be rock bottom where you thought... That could be the death of your career that you've been working your ass off. And especially if it's something, if it's something that you do love doing Mm -hmm. and you're still pushing yourself to burn out, like you said, Court, that's even worse because, you know, you do, that is what you want to do, but you just haven't, you've been working too hard almost. Yep. Because there is a point where it's too much. 
I mean, if you're, if you're like, no, I work 76 hours a week and I'm totally happy and I've got that, like, good. Every, everyone's different. What works for you might not work for me or you might not work for me. Were you sitting in the lobby yesterday when, you know, he was talking about her boutique? Yeah. Uh, and she said I was working like 80 hours a week. Yeah. And even she, and she is one of the most energetic people. I've ever right. Heard. And she was Positive kind of, a, she was yeah. kind of alluding to the fact that she was getting burnt out yeah. and that, you know, she just couldn't keep up with it because she, she said, I hadn't been with my family for Thanksgiving in, what was what she said, like seven like, years or something? Yeah. I don't remember what she said. I had her about deep from like 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Like how crazy, like that is just an, one example of there was no work-life balance where, you know, if she could have had those days off to go rejuvenate, go get a manicure, or go spend time with her family, or go read, or go take a walk, or whatever fills her bucket, yeah, you know, it could have been a whole different story. And that's a scenario where, like, that was something that she really, really loved doing, but she couldn't sustain it. She I love her with her. She, she just wins. I love when she... <laughs> so, my advice coming from a completely unprofessional stance because I know I have the authority to tell anyone to do anything. But I would say if you're starting to feel burnout or you're starting to get to a point where you're like, what the hell's the point? Like because you're losing losing your sight. Spark and yeah. You don't feel as though you have purpose anymore. Yep. My first step to discipline for you to build habits to then you know, have these daily intentions, something that you just do because you know it fills you, that it, you know, rejuvenates you, you know, like Sarah said, fills your bucket. Fills your bucket. I was going to say cup, but I mean, we have buckets over here. We have buckets and gas tanks. (laughs) (laughs) Anything. I would just urge you, and now if you're someone like me, this is really difficult for me, and so I think that if you can get this down, it takes 21 days to build a habit, I challenge you to try this for 28 days, and just sit with yourself for 10 minutes. So you can, that can be a meditation, that can be staring at yourself in the mirror, that can be, but, but quite, like, I mean, I guess you can have me, but whatever, but I would just say, like, nothing that's going to distract you, sit with yourself and think about whatever. Think about how cold it is in your house because that's what I always think about. Think about, you know, where you're at in your life that day, what you're going to eat. You know, just sit with yourself with as few distractions as possible. Start with that. Um, our habits. Why? What's up? Why? Um, like, what's the point? I, so this, this is going to help. Yes. With reflection. A lot of people go all day long and we talk to ourselves all day long, you know, in our head out loud, if you're me, it's out loud. Um, but in our heads, whatever it is, talk to ourselves through things. But a lot of times we don't sit and we don't reflect. What have I done? What am I doing? What is, why am I doing this? Like, okay, I'm going to go call 35 people. Why? Well, because I know that what my conversion rate is for from contacts to appointments to, you know, closings and whatever. So that might be my reason, but everyone's got different reasons. And one thing, what the heck was I listening to? It was something they were like, people have a hard time sitting with themselves. Mm-hmm. 
a hard time. Um, I heard it from last year. You have to look at the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it in between and just sit, like be peaceful, as peaceful as you can. And it may be really, really hard in 10 minutes doesn't sound like a lot, but when you are forced to sit with yourself and just think about your actions, just typical stuff. Like there are just so many different things that come from that. You may think about, you know, things that you used to enjoy doing that you're not doing anymore. Maybe you just need to let your mind, you know, and you'll probably think about work or you'll probably think about my mind wanders a lot. So but I just let it because I learned okay. that is still a form of, I, I would say it's still a form of meditation. Okay. The whole point is like being present in your brain. So you don't have to sit and think about nothing. Just be present and realize what's going on in your brain. My mom, my, well, that's what I struggled with because for a long time I thought meditation had to be clearing my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way you make it sound, that seems almost a little counterintuitive. I really like the uh, being very aware of what goes through your head. My mom, yes. well, <laughs> but she said, try to watch your thoughts float by like clouds. Oh. And like, okay, what did that one say? What was that one thinking? Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't visualize the clouds, so I still sit there or I lay there on my floor with a little bit of light music playing to kind of keep me from like, oh, did you hear that beeping noise? You know, did yeah. you hear that car drive by? Um, she goes for a side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I really do like that of just being very mindful about what your mind is going to. And I think that like, just the way you said it, like, oh, why was I rude to that cashier? Or, oh, I remember, like, some random, your subconscious has all these memories in lock, you know? And one thing that Ed Milet talks about is your RAS, your RA, particular activating system that I had. And that is your subconscious. And he says it in the example of, like, um, I didn't know how many Subarus were on the road until my mom got a Subaru outback. And now I see them all the time, right? Your subconscious, you have to just basically get your conscious mind and your subconscious mind on the same level mm-hmm. that's the key to manifesting that's the key yeah. to you know getting what you want because if your conscious mind and your subconscious mind are fighting each other yeah you know you're never going to be truly mine but i think when you're meditating like that like that's you know like you're dreaming your subconscious is throwing shit out there yeah and then yeah maybe you'll be like oh remember when i used to dance like that brought me so much joy yeah, or simple things. or even reflecting after family reunion um, opened so many mental doors of me. That doesn't bring me any, all that brings me is frustration. I could hire that out or I could just quit doing it because it's not necessary, yeah. you know? Yeah, I just, I, that was basically a very long version of me saying I like that, yeah, that form of meditation. And another question for you off that is, um, like we talked about staying present. So you're doing that and you're staying very present in the moment and being very mindful of your thoughts. How do you think that helps you in regards to letting go of things? Because I think that's the thing I struggle with is not dwelling Mm -hmm. on the past and really truly being able to let go, empty my cup, or my bucket is real to like allow room for new things um, yeah. because your mind only has so much space and if you know you want to keep the good memories in there but if you're keeping the fact that you were mean to that past year you know and you're still thinking about it a month later like 
So I struggle with this so much because I have fuck it, let the world go. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, no. So then so like, I remember Michael Singer was like, this blood is good. Yeah, but like, he doesn't tell you how So we're all we're all uh frozen over here. SOL. But yeah, we're all SOL. No, he has some really good points though. So I think the thing is, like for me, was I can't do the not thinking about it and the not talking about it. I have to address things head on. So whenever I have this thought and it involves my husband, I call or text him almost immediately. I'm like, hey, having a bad day. And he knows what that means. He knows that I have that thought in my head. For us, always does what works. And he's just like, you know, he says all these beautiful things. And I, and I 100% believe that he means them. And he helps me with that. Same thing like yesterday. I was like, I'm having, I'm having a little crisis here. I'm having a little just open book. I'm having a little career. It wasn't even necessarily career crisis, um, purposeful crisis. I was like, I I want so deeply to be purposeful and impactful. And I want to help people on a different level than just helping people buy houses. I want to be so helpful. I want to, you know, I do more. I want to do so much more. And so he's just like, yep, let's talk about it together. So with things I dwell on in the past, for me, it takes time, but I find that if I confront it now, that works well for me. Now, something if I'm rude to someone, I'm crazy enough that if I see that person again, I'll just apologize to them. I'm like, you know what? I was like, I think I was here. I was rude. I'm so sorry. I, I that you know, whatever. And that is, I've actually done that twice. Because <laughs> like I've heard and some both times they were like, oh, I don't even. You know, because I've I've worked in the service industry, I've worked in mm-hmm. retail, you know, I've had people shit work in real estate. People are mean to us all all the time. The time. And I'm like, dude, I'm just trying to like be helpful. Like I'm not begging you for anything. I'm not trying to sell you anything other than like like what do you need help with? And so um I think just me addressing it really helps me get past it. Um yeah, I think I don't know. Did that answer your question? I'm like, yes, because I've heard things of like, oh, if you have a thought, you could write it down on a piece of paper. And oh yeah, I do have and whatever. Um, I actually agree with that because I have. Oh God, where is it? Um, and sometimes I delete it, and then sometimes. So this is one I did the other day. This is just one. I had one thing bothering me. You just wrote it all out. And this is what I did. I just wrote it all out in my notes. Okay, and then I usually I'll read back through mm-hmm. and then I'll delete it. But I haven't read back through this one. And those are for the things that really, those are for the things when I'm having a moment where like I'm about to make a life altering decision based on emotion. Yes. So maybe just, I guess I do like that because I'm very, I mean, both of us, that's why we have a, a podcast because we're talkers and mm-hmm. I'm very much like one that I just need to get it out. Yep. So... I like that. Don't don't dwell on things. Um, don't dwell on the negative. I think way too many people like we are our worst critic. We are mean to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We need to just like get all that bad shit out. If you're thinking bad shit about yourself or about somebody else or something bothering you, like 
don't let it sit inside and bubble and fester and because I spiral 100. Even yesterday, yeah. even yesterday wasn't like a bad thought. We were talking yeah. about the podcast and branding and I was just like one thought gets you in legit. My head. You were like, okay, now I'm just now I'm just spiraling. Now like, I'm just so forward. many things are yeah. going on in my head at once. Um, and I think it's really like when you like just don't dwell on it. Like there are ways to get that off your mind. So like writing it down, whether that be in the notes in your phone, whether that be on a piece of paper, whether like whatever it is or go talk to like if you don't want to tell your mom or your best friend like, yeah, go I, see a therapist yeah like, go talk to a, a non-biased something I mean the amount of opening up that I'll do to a stranger is stupid compared to what I'll do with someone that I know yeah. I'll open up way more to a stranger and then they're like who is this I'm just like in my tacos and you're like stuff. I did not need to know your whole life <laughs> I know and I'm like you know what I'm sorry I think I need I think I need to go. I need some therapy. Um, but the like, last, get it like out, one yeah. of the last things, I guess, as we wrap up here, mm-hmm. um, that I wanted to say as far as discipline, and then I guess now it kind of relates onto like the letting the past go and not dwell on stuff. Be kind to yourself. Yeah. I'm going to say it one more time for the people in the back. Be kind to yourself. If any. I don't want any of this negative self-talk. I mean, trust me, I still do it. But that is one of my things that I'm working on and trying to create a habit is every morning and I say my affirmations. Mm-hmm. I read them. I am beautiful. I am smart, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And same thing. Like, that's why I asked about the burning paper and whatever because, you know, when I have one of those bad thoughts, like instead of just... Your brain, okay, this is really off topic, but your brain doesn't register the word no, right? Like, don't call yourself that. All you, all your brain registers is call yourself that. Yeah. Like, when I was in softball, my hitting coach would say, don't tell yourself, don't drop your hands. Keep your hands. Yeah. Because you're thinking, all you hear is drop your hands. You yeah. don't hear, like, the don't. Your brain doesn't register the don't. So it was, keep your hands up. Keep your hands, like, say the, yeah. the positive version of whatever you're going to say in the negative effect. Yes. It's kind of like when you write something out, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but I feel like it's on the same thing when you're talking to someone, and then you're about to deliver maybe not so good news. Instead of saying, but, blah, 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 switch but to and, and then it puts a positive spin on it. It doesn't sound quite so bad. And so, yeah, instead of being like, don't do this, no, you know, do do this. Do and the opposite. Yeah, I love that. Don't be lazy. No, don't say don't be lazy. Say, you know what? Go be productive. The, be productive. Go yeah. to the gym today. It will make you feel better. Every morning I have to talk myself into getting out of bed. I yeah. do not. The first place my brain goes to is every reason of why I should stay in bed and like every excuse of like, oh, I actually don't have to go to the office. But I don't have to, you know. Like, There's like that. no one that's going to call me and be like, hey, where are you at? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I think with discipline too, being disciplined doesn't mean being rigid. Yeah. You still have important. to be flexible. You still need to be go with the flow and live in the moment. I think at first I thought this discipline thing meant I have to do all my things at the same time every yep. day. If I miss them, that's when I was starting to beat myself up. In my head, I ha- had given myself like a two and a half hour window to get everything done. And I'm like, no, so stupid. like yesterday I worked out in the evening. Today I worked out in the morning. So I have things to do tonight. Um, but, but don't be rigid. Um, 
you know, if something comes up and you don't get your workout in like you had planned to, again, be kind to yourself. Don't beat yourself up. Don't tell yourself, oh, you suck, or blah, 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 you didn't do that, or you're lazy. No. Yeah. Be okay don't with do that. yourself. Things happen. Life is life. Everything in your world could change in a split, like a split second or mm-hmm. one single moment. And if you're sitting there dwelling on the fact that you didn't go to the gym today, but something totally different is happening around you, again, that's not being present. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just the biggest thing that I learned um, and that I want people to take away is be disciplined to create purposeful out yeah be disciplined and create purposeful actions and purposeful habits that fill your bucket that energize you that make you feel happy and fulfilled um and remember that it that it's for you if someone's like oh why are you doing that just be like oh yeah. nobody asked you i legit yeah live, again live, like, oh, live your life for you yeah um, and know that you can have it all. Mm-hmm. You don't have to just work hard or just do one of these things. Mm-hmm. And there is enough in this world for everybody. Just because yes. Courtney works hard and hits all her goals and has a very fulfilled, successful, purposeful life doesn't mean she's taking away from me. Even in the real estate aspect, just because she sells X many houses doesn't mean she's taking houses away from me. They are planning more for me to sell them. Yeah. Plenty more for every other agent in this office to sell. Um, so yeah, again, and that relates to the balance. I think ultimately is the key um, to to not just avoiding burnout, mm-hmm. um, but overall having a truly fulfilling and continue to grow and learn. Always, it's, don't stop. You know, stop and you may try one thing for a little bit and then. Not really working out. Okay, cool. You might listen to like the country's number one podcast and podcast and be completely confused as to why everyone likes it. Just find something that fits you. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Ugh. All right. Well, that was good. I feel like I feel like I just hope that this honestly, like I honestly hope that this really benefits people because these are things that I didn't think about or consider, and maybe at first, but. It wasn't until I started, I realized that, you know, this is, this is the only life that I get being Courtney San Diego and saying, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be depressed and burnout and yeah. miserable and just, oh, no. you know, I've got a beautiful family and I don't want that to be wasted on 10 years from now on what someone told me a career should look like. So, all right, y'all, don't get burnout, take time. Balance, discipline, all that good kindness. stuff. All right. Thanks, guys. Um, we hope that you actually did get something. I mean, recording these podcasts fills my bucket. And oh, same. So I'm like, three people can listen. I'm going to be one of them. Dude, literally, I leave <laughs> these um, recording sessions just feeling like on top of the world. So, yes, <laughs> with the two people that don't really like reading your writing or writing gonna, it's fine okay we'll, we'll get it figured out we'll have somebody else write it. <laughs> Someone we'll write it. ideas no. but yeah no we hope that you you guys listening um can hear our passion and our energy follow us on instagram uh underscore one like i believe yep i think you're right um 
drop us a DM or a comment. Uh, let us know what you guys want to hear. Um, All right. We'll see y'all in a couple weeks. Thanks, guys. Thank you. The easy is what we dream of. The hard is what defines us. Don Welch.